Hello, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday the 16th of February and I'm Anthony Day with the Wednesday interview from the Sustainable Futures Report. Most of us are on some sort of sustainability journey and today I'm going to talk to someone who's been asking a lot of people, important people from across the world, about their sustainability journeys. Samuele Tini is Italian but he's based in Kenya where he works as a sustainability and development expert. He is the country head of Associazione Manitese, an organisation which fights for social, economic and environmental justice. We spoke about COP26, consumer power, the need to act and walk the talk, and the political angle. And I thought it was about time someone asked him about his own sustainability journey. Today, I'd like to introduce another podcaster. Samuele Tini presents the sustainability journey, and I'll give you the links so that you can follow that up later on. Samuele, welcome to the Sustainable Futures Report. Thank you so much, Anthony. It's a pleasure to be here. The sustainability journey. Well, what's your sustainability journey? What led you to creating a podcast? Thank you, Anthony. I, I usually start with that question to the guests, and it's it's really nice now to be on the other side. I I started uh, recently. I'm not I'm not now I'm now one year less than a year old, and it all came to action when I said we need to do something. I was worried about the state of our planet, and I've been working in the not for profit for the past sixteen years in Africa. And then now recently, two years ago, I started my MBA at Warwick in the UK, just trying to bridge a bit the, the gap and the divide for the profit and not for profit. And I have seen a lot of discussion about sustainability. And I say, how, how can I give up? How, how can I act? How can I serve and, and really bring uh, news, bring discussions forward? So I say, let me start. And then from there, the journey started and now it's it's going and it's it's been a, a tremendous learning experience for me and and i hope also for the listener uh, a good experience for them you've had a wide range of guests from all over the world how do you actually recruit them or do they come to you yes anthony it's it's another very personal question you know when i started you know, i'm not a native speaker and I am based on the islands of Kenya. So by, by far and large, you know, I felt sometimes, oh, how people will come to me? I mean, how will respond to somebody, a guy from Kenya? And then I said, okay, let me try. And I get out of the comfort zone. And I started uh, discussing with people. Of course, I tapped a couple of two from the Broad Warwick alumni. And then from there also, I, I try when... All every time I read, I get to read something interesting, a report, a scientific paper, or a discussion. I just now write to them. And then from there, I got people from IMF. I got people from INSEAD Business School. And by far and large, a very diverse podcast. I can say people from Iceland to South Africa to India, to West Indies. So it's been really a, an incredible journey. And I started going out there and get out of my comfort zone and try to create a community. 
Well, well done for that. It is quite easy to get speakers. There's a lot of speakers who will um, approach me at least because they want to get on the podcast, but they're not necessarily the sort of people that you'd want to have on the podcast. <laughs> Definitely, you, you I can have, agree. <laughs> you, you've got to be, uh, you've got to be cautious. And uh, if you want the really good speakers like you, you've got to go and, and look for them. So well done on that. What sort of things have you learned from the guests that you've um, spoken to? And can I just ask, are you getting from them a general sense of optimism about the future? Or are people really concerned and a bit despondent? Good question, Anthony. You know, the, the idea is to share journey and to bring change makers there to, to give hope. But to, to have hope is not enough. You have also to act. I mean, I acted during the podcast and I, I get people that they do a lot of a lot of wonderful things. And I learned, I think one thing, key thing I learned from them being very diverse from all sorts of geographies and sector is, the, is a sort of sense of purpose that is shared among the episodes. Uh, we had several people that they left very high paying jobs that for me, you know, being in the not-for-profit and be on the lower side of the paid people, I was like, why? But then I understood that people wanted to make a change, really wanted to make an impact. And I've noticed a lot this urge and push towards action towards the, uh, uh, to solve the, the social and environmental problem that they, they are now in our planet. So this is a general sense of learning. Optimism is there to respond to your question. Of course, we are aware of the issues of the problems and the challenges. But as I said, you know, you need to act and and that is already some the people that I have interviewed in all their domain, from the enterprise to the startup to the academia, they really have the focus to really act and do practical things to really change and transform uh, the, our, our planet to, to a better and sustainable planet. As you say, you know, to get the sustainable future as your name of the podcast that we need to have. At the end of last year, we had the United Nations Climate Conference. We had COP26. Do you think that was a turning point or do you think it was just another talking shop? That is number 26 after all. <laughs> and we are going to 27 already. Ma, Anthony, I, I had the privilege and pleasure to be there. And I went there with people uh, also from Kenya. And as I say, all these big conferences, what, what I got, you know, sometimes, as I said, for, uh, for, to act, you need to feel. And I recall one of the, when I, when I was in the plenary as an observer, listening to one of the plenaries, I felt that there was at least a momentum of action. I recall one of the representatives for one big state uh, that took off a picture of his grandson and saying, you know, this is my grandson. I am here to make a difference. And I, I want really this conference to work. And we were the island states discussing, of course, the overall results. It was not what we expected, especially for the people that are very optimistic and they want really change now, but it was a step. 
And I feel also discussing with the young activists, the indigenous people that we also brought there, there is, there is momentum now for change. People want now action and change. Of course, the pace, that is what worries us. But it's, it is now, it's no longer the time of negationism or people that they were trying to block. Now the evidence is there. We have this decade, this what is called the decade of restoration, the decade for seriously uh, also reverse the tipping point that now they are already, we are already even past some of them and really tackle this. So I would say I'm, I'm an optimistic. I've seen the momentum is there, but we need now to be thorough implementing and working even more at a faster pace. That is what is worrying me. And of course, expand the, the compromise that was at COP26. Do you therefore think that we will actually be able to keep warming below 1.5 degrees? <laughs> Anthony, this is a great question. I'm trying in my, every, in my daily work to try to reforest and plant trees and working with community to enable. It's really, it's really difficult. I'm, I, I hope and we, our generation and our now the, the, the art is in our hands and we will need to give to the future generation. It is our responsibility to do that. So of course there are powerful interests and a lot of us of greenwashings here and there because we really, but we really need now to act and change. So uh, I think everybody has a responsibility. As I said before, you know, having hope is not just to have hope per se, but we need to act at each level of where we are as consumer, as people. So I, I recall one thing that was said in one of the podcasts, every day as a consumer, you vote. So vote wisely. What are you doing? So we, I, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. And also, of course, push, especially the people that are called to represent us, to make bold choices, to not be, because that is where, you know, people in power, they can make the bold choices that are needed really to reverse. And it's possible. It is possible, but we really need to push. And if there's just one thing that the people listening to us could do tomorrow, what would you recommend? <laughs> Maybe I, I might repeat myself, you know, act, act and act. You know, the moment you just, you, you, you put yourself aside, it's the moment you're already, uh, you are not acting, you are not doing. So, you know, ev everybody, it might be worried, overwhelmed. Oh, what we can do, you know, the ocean, the plastic, the problem. You need to act in your neighborhood, in your circle. You vote as a customer. Uh, uh, buy products that are sustainable. They are there. Uh, product certified. Walk the talk. That is where you can bring hope and bring transformation. And of course, be also political in your action. Talk and be engaged. That is, that is the most simple, but then, you know, effective piece of advice that I might, I might give. Samuel, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with the Sustainable Futures Report. That's Samuel Tinney, and you can find his thoughts in the Sustainability Journey podcast. Thanks again. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anthony. It was a, a real pleasure. Thank you to Samuele Tini. 
Thank you too for listening, and there'll be another Sustainable Futures report on Friday. Oh, it's still possible to become a patron at patreon.com SFR. You can find Samuele and his organisation on LinkedIn, and the Sustainability Journey podcast is at sustainabilityjourney.podbean.com. That's on our own Sustainable Futures Report website as well. I'm Anthony Day. That was the Wednesday interview from the Sustainable Futures Report. Until Friday. Thank you.